comes to colors, you started out with a few. The basics, red, yellow, blue, green, black, white, orange, and maybe purple. To our young, untrained eyes, everything was one of those colors. As we grew older, those things got complicated. And we learned there were different shades of every color. The point, we were not sure which category it belonged in. Is it black or is it white? No, it's gray. Hello, you're listening to Gray is Also a Color. This show that conjures up areas within your own life that are not so clearly black or white. And now, your host, Dr. Teresa Yukata Merrimoth. Someone wrote that love is the capacity which enables you to view another human being in their very uniqueness. What an eye-opener. This definition got me really thinking about the definition of love. Thanks to social media, television shows, movies and songs that we are bombarded with on an ongoing basis that leads us to believe that we need that special someone in our lives to make us. Say in Jerry Maguire's words, you complete me. I'm actually a bit confused. Why? Because... Scripture tells us in Colossians 2.10 And you are complete in Him, in God, in Christ. We are told we are not whole. We are incomplete until we find Mr. or Mrs. Wright. That we need to find that dream guy or that dream girl that's got every single perfect feature that we are looking for in a partner. Then we'll fall in love and live happily ever after. Seriously? Is that what love is? I don't think that's what love is. Quite frankly, that's not what love is. Well, if that's not what love is, what then is love? Now, this past Valentine's Day, consumers spent millions of dollars to tell that someone special, I love you. But what is love? We talk about it, we sing about it, we search for it, but exactly what is it? So let's talk about love, right? For a word that we use so often, love is a very difficult word for us to define. And so guess what? I looked up love in the dictionary and found that it is both a noun and a verb. It has over eight different definitions. Love has to do with God. Love has to do with sex. Yes, you heard me. You heard right. Love has to do with sex. Love has to do with romance. It even has to do with tennis. So there is a pretty wide range of what the definitions are. Picture a young couple. Dating, attracted to each other. He schedules a romantic evening. They go to a restaurant that's really too expensive for him to afford. 
Afterwards, they go out on a warm moonlit night and sit on a park bench overlooking the lake. He puts his arm around her and realizes that tens of millions of times men have said to women, I love you. And somehow he's fearful that she would not get all that was meant and the full definition of what was said. And so he looks into her eyes and having checked it out in the dictionary, he says, I have tender and passionate affections for you. Somehow, he doesn't quite capture all that love is about. And it breaks the romance of the moment. While love may be expressed in a card or a box of candy given to another person, it often falls short of the real thing. Love can be elusive, says someone. We think we have it, and then wake up one morning and find that it's no longer there. What is love? It's a question that has been asked for centuries. People have written volumes of books on trying to explain love. If you Google the question, what is love? You will get thousands of different answers. One answer I found was this. What is love? An intangible connection between two people that feels exceptionally good. The best definition of love I've come across is found in scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verses 4 to 7. And it says, love is patient, love is kind, it does not Envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, love always trusts, it always hopes, love always perseveres. What a definition. Love is not sex. We live in a sex-crazed world which equates love with sex. However, a lot of what the world calls love is really lost. What then is love? Love is when you look at a person and think, how can I help them? Lost is when you look at a person and think, How can they satisfy me? And that's a big, big difference. If you've fallen into the trap of thinking of love in terms of sex, then you need to change your thinking so as to really experience what love really is and also develop strong and lasting relationships. Love is not an emotion. People say that love is an emotion which isn't true. Love affects emotions. Love creates emotions. Love causes emotions. But definitely, love is not an emotion. Love is an action. Love isn't something you feel or something you say. It's something you do. 
Love in a nutshell is the goodwill you show towards someone. Love is important. Popular culture tells us love is a many splendid thing. According to John Patrick, all you need is love. The Beatles. Love makes the world go round. Bob Merrill. Love means never having to say you're sorry. In the words of Eric Segal, love is the essential element that gives meaning to all the others. Without love, all those other things as powerful and as important as they are, they lose their meaning. Good afternoon, friends. I welcome you to today's broadcast on Gray is Also a Color. When it comes to colors, you started out with a few. The basics, red, yellow, blue, green, black, white, orange, and maybe purple. To our young, untrained eyes, everything was one of those colors. As we grew older, those things got complicated, and we learned there were different shades of every color. The point, we were not sure which category it belonged in. Is it black or is it white? No, it's gray. Hello, you're listening to Gray is Also a Color. This show that conjures up areas within your own life that are not so clearly black or white. And now, your host, Dr. Teresa Yukata Merrimoth. My name is Dr. Teresa Yukata Merrimoth. We're talking about, is love really blind? Love is a language that speaks to the heart of those it encounters. Love can be heard by the deaf man. Love can be seen by the blind man and felt by the man who has no feeling. In the words of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. So what's love got to do with it? Tinatana goes on to sing. I really can't tell you the words to the whole song, but I've heard the chorus a thousand times. Oh, what's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. What's love but a second chance emotion? What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Friends, we all can agree. That love is more than an emotion. And we also know that love is not an outdated notion. But that does not answer Tina's question, does it? Just what does love have to do with it? How important is love to the thing that we do? Love is not merely an emotion. It is an exercise of the will to build up the order even at the expense of yourself. 
Miss Tina Turner in her song is singing about how there is a difference between what I call the chemical love of infatuation and the deeper feelings of love that involves a commitment and emotional investment. Tina Turner is not alone in navigating these crazy feelings. Love is an important part of life that so many people have heard. Tina Turner is not alone in navigating these crazy feelings. Love is an important part of life that so many people have a hard time understanding. What is love? We'll be right back. Welcome back to Grace. Also, a caller on bbsradio.com. When it comes to colors, you started out with a few. The basics. Red, yellow, blue, green, black, white, orange, and maybe purple. To our young, untrained eyes, everything was one of those colors. As we grew older, those things got complicated. And we learned there were different shades of every color. The point, we were not sure which category it belonged in. Is it black or is it white? No, it's gray. Hello, you're listening to Gray is Also a Color. This show that conjures up areas within your own life that are not so clearly black or white. And now, your host, Dr. Teresa Yukata Merrimoth. We are talking about, is love really blind? What say you, yes or no? If yes, what is love? If no, what is love in your definition? Love has been a favored topic of poets, of philosophers, of scientists, and writers for generations. And different people and groups have thought about its definition. While most people agree that love implies strong feelings of affection, there are many disagreements about its precise meaning. And one person's I love you might mean something quite different than another. Some possible definitions of love include a willingness to prioritize another's well-being or happiness above your own, extreme feelings of attachment, affection and need, dramatic, sudden feelings of attraction and respect, a fleeting emotion of care and affection and like, a choice to commit to helping, respecting, and caring for another, some combination of the above, emotions. Friends, love is a complex set of emotions, behavior, and belief, which is often associated with strong feelings of affection. Friends, let's quickly consider these questions. Is love a choice or is love something that is permanent or fleeting? Is the love between family members and spouses 
biological programmed, or culturally indoctrinated? Does love vary from person to person and culture to culture? Is love accurate in some time and some place? Is love a choice or uncontrollable? Why are so many always wondering what the meaning of love is? Is love out of fear of uncertainty in the relationship? Is it because we ourselves have been accused of not showing love for someone? And why is it that even when we don't fully understand what exactly love is, we tend to make decisions, good and bad, good or bad, based on love. Friends, what is love? Love, again, is one of the most profound emotions that we experience as humans. It's bigger than us, meaning, though we can invite it into our lives, we don't have the control over the how, over the when, and where love starts to express itself. Survey tells us that 72% of people believe in love at first sight. Sometimes, love truly does strike like a bolt of lightning to the chest and you aren't prepared for it. Again, since love is inherently free, we spend nights tossing and turning in an attempt to understand what it is and how to know if we have it. How do you define something so uncontrollable and versatile? That's the tricky thing, you know, about love. We can feel it in a variety of different states when we are happy, when we are sad, when we are angry, when we are confused, even when we are excited and our attitudes about love can change from affectionate love to infatuation and pleasure. We even use love as an action, as a force to keep our relationship with partners or friends and family together. The ancient Greeks use seven words to define the different states of love we can experience. And I'll list the seven of them. Number one, storage, which is natural affection. Number two, philia, which is friendship. Number three, eros, which is sexual and erotica. The number four, agape, which is the unconditional divine love. Number five, ludus, which is the love of flirting. Number six, pragma, which is the committed and the married love. And then the last one, philautia, which is self-love. Though there are many different kinds of love to experience, the romantic and affectionate expression of love is what on some level we are all seeking. The reason being that the majority of us find fulfillment through the comfort of a deeply 
committed and romantic relationship. In fact, 88% of Americans cite love as being the reason they choose to get married. So it's easy to acknowledge that the idea of love plays a pretty big role in all of our lives. Friends, love takes on different forms. We can experience love in our own way, which is why defining the term love is so complicated. We sometimes find ourselves lying awake at night, searching for the exact definition of love. We want to know how others perceive love so we can determine how our love stacks up against definition. I have a question and I really need you to think about it before responding. If you say you are in love with someone but your friends or family don't see the chemistry, you might be angry when they tell you that it doesn't look like love, right? Friends, are they wrong? Or are you wrong? How does one know who to believe? Thus, as we do in this age, we search desperately seeking to know what exactly is love. What's love got to do with it? Is love really blind? Tina Turner asked this question, but for a different reason than what I'm focusing on today. In fact, in her song, she downplays the significance of love, calling it a second-hand emotion and a sweet old-fashioned notion. She couldn't be more wrong. However, she was right in one sense. The way love is so flippantly used in society, it could be categorized as simply a second-hand emotion. But for those of us, and for those of you, who understand the true essence of love and its depth of meaning, it means considerably more. What's love got to do with it? Everything. Love's got everything to do with it. Is love blind? We'll be right back. When it comes to colors, you started out with a few. The basics, red, yellow, blue, green, black, white, orange, and maybe purple. To our young, untrained eyes, everything was one of those colors. As we grew older, those things got complicated. And we learned there were different shades of every color. The point, we were not sure which category it belonged in. Is it black or is it white? No, it's gray. Hello, you're listening to Gray is Also a Color. This show that conjures up areas within your own life that are not so clearly black or white. And now, your host, Dr. Teresa Yukata Merrimoth.
Welcome back to Gray is also a color radio show on BBS.com. Is love really blind? Jason Gray has a song titled, More Like Falling in Love. Give me rules, I will break them. Show me lines, I will cross them. I need more than the truth to believe. I need the truth that lives, that moves and breathes to sweep me off my feet. It's got to be more like falling in love than something to believe in. More like losing my heart than giving my allegiance. Cut up, called out, come take a look at me now. It's like I'm falling It's like I'm falling in love, friends. Love doesn't change with varying circumstances. Love is constant. Tina Turner's song somewhat chippings through love and casts it aside in pursuit of something else that will satisfy her needs. Love is an emotion that she can do without. Too many broken hearts have left her without a desire for real love. Could it be that we are living in a time when true love has been cast aside as a second-hand emotion? Too many broken hearts today may be the result of seeking relationships that are devoid of true love. Governor Mark Sanford is only the latest in a long line of politicians and celebrities who have made the trip to the microphone to admit to an affair. His story is one of many noted in Time magazine cover story, Unfaithfully Yours. In reference to his and the many other recent public affairs, the writer notes that these midlife crises make manifest a bleak truth once observed. Let me add that adultery is not about sex or romance. Ultimately, it's about how little we mean to one another. Now, this broadcast is not about adultery. It's not about lust or anything else. You may be conjuring in your mind. Rather, This broadcast is about how little we mean to one another. It's about the selfishness that wages war within us. If others mean something to us, our love will be given. It is not given to get back. That's a love mattered. That's a love marked by selfishness. Too often we give. Because we expect something in return. Friends, true love does not keep score because it's never about winning for self. So, should we love? Quite frankly, loving unselfishly may be easier when it's someone we like. But what about someone we don't like? like one we consider an enemy. Aha! The battle often begins here. Here is where self-centeredness and love clash swords. We know that love is the answer. However, we have a limited capacity for loving others, especially those we don't like. We all know love is the answer. 
but we can't always do it. We don't get into trouble because we don't know the answer. We get into trouble because our pride and selfishness, they get in the way. It's not that we don't know what to do. It's that we just don't do it. How are you able to love unselfishly without gaining scores? Is it possible to? Is love blind? Love is blind, they say. For love to flourish, they say our eyes must be closed to seeing ugly truth. Our ears must be plugged to hearing disturbing truth. Our minds must be shut to knowing unsettling truth. We must not see one another as we really are, for if true love has no eyes, the moment your weakness enters my sight, and my misgivings crosses your vision, love will die. The love we are told is blind. Is it really love or a lie? I met a decent young woman who introduced her partner to me. I couldn't hold back asking her how in the world she got involved with such a miserable man. Her response was, I guess love is blind. Seriously? I thought out loudly and pointed out that true love is never blind. Why? Because love sees things and people the way they really are, not the way it wants to see them. So, what then makes us blind? Our passions. And our attachment to people and to things. No one is blinder than the passionate or lustful person. Except maybe the person who is attached to something or someone. You are attached to something or someone when you believe that you cannot be happy without that person or that thing in your life. And so because of your passion and attachment, you often fail to see the imperfection in the very people, in the very things which are making you unhappy. In the end, they make you miserable instead of happy. So let's look at this. Where does the term love is blind comes from or originated from? When you are in the midst of deep love, when the world is filled with rainbows and butterflies, everything your partner does is right and you are blinded, in quote, by love and cannot see any of your lover's flaws all that goes, or the thought process of someone whose slogan is love is blind. All you see is, what will make my partner happy? What will turn them on? The fun and thoughts of how to make the relationship perfect. There are no doubts. There are no rules. Why? Because, quite frankly, 
If relationships were this simple, then every person on planet Earth would have a perfect, loving, nurturing relationship and union. Every relationship should have at least a measuring of how much you are doing, how much you're bringing to the table versus how much your partner is doing for you. That's right. You heard me right. It's just not there. I ask again, is love blind? In the words of Will Moss, love is not blind. It sees more and not less. But because it sees more, it is willing to see less. When love is blind, quite frankly, there is immense infatuation. Infatuation is what happens or may happen at first sight. But not love. Why? Because love is a spiritual and emotional connection between two people. Love is infatuated when it is described as the warm glow of impulse, the fascination of one young person to another. True love has an intellectual basis, deep, thorough knowledge of the object loved. Why then do people say love is blind? Love is blind when the reason to falling in love is blinded and judgment overthrown. Now, there is more use of words than actions. For example, relationships that involve much of words and less of actions, those are blinded in a pool of succumbing. Love is action in truth. Actions does not necessarily mean making love or acting married or playing house. Rather, actions such as patience, trust, tolerance must be instilled. Now, words that do not actualize in actions will never change anything. Rather, waste precious time for building a firm foundation for the relationship. Rule and principles are broken. Some break rules of the home. When my kids were much younger, I told them that it is wrong when they make the other partner happy to fit into his or her world of fun and indulgence. I tell my kids that when someone says they love you and they encourage you to break the rules of the home, that's not love. That is infatuation. That is lust. Blind love sets in vices and scraps off virtues. When someone wants you to always fit into their world, their ideology, their theology, their philosophy, their way of doing things, their reasoning in the name of love. That is not love. I must state that blind love, it may not be as bad as illustrated. 
on the flip side, it may give room to knowing the right and the wrong after a bitter experience. We'll be right back. When it comes to colors, you started out with a few. The basics, red, yellow, blue, green, black, white, orange, and maybe purple. To our young, untrained eyes, everything was one of those colors. As we grew older, those things got complicated. And we learned there were different shades of every color. The point, we were not sure which category it belonged in. Is it black or is it white? No, it's gray. Hello, you're listening to Gray is Also a Color. This show that conjures up areas within your own life that are not so clearly black or white. And now, your host, Dr. Teresa Yukata Merrimoth. Welcome back. To Gray is also a color on bbsradio.com. I am Dr. Teresa Yukada Merrimod, and we are talking about Is Love Really Blind? According to Sarah Reistad Long of CNN, while love might not be totally blinding, it can definitely blur your vision. Now, using one study conducted by the Welcome Department of Imaging Neuroscience at the University College, London, UCL. Now, it was aimed at comparing maternal love and romantic love. Ray Stad Long reported, There are many similarities and overlaps found in the brain areas and these areas are activated by romantic love with a partner and paternal love. In other words, a mother's love for her own child is neurologically the same as the love she feels for her own husband, scientifically speaking. Sounds like a lot of scientific jargons. Well, in essence, all loves are the same or they activate the same parts of the brain, at least. Is love blind? Ask anyone who's had his or her heart broken. They could attest to this. While we might have been blind briefly, it's usually just a matter of time before we ask ourselves, how could I not have seen the warning signs? How could I not have seen the red flags? Well, it's not that simple. As science indicates, most people wouldn't be able to see any faults about their lovers until their love has cooled down. According to Swami and Fonham, most flaws within our partners become more apparent when our initial feelings of infatuation 
have settled down, so to speak. Well, now you know. And although you can go back on time and change any of your past relationships, you can at least proceed towards your future ones with more clarity. Stop kicking yourself months after a relationship is over. In closing, love is an action word. Love doesn't describe. It moves. It does something first. And it does something in return. To love is to put yourself last. It's not about you. But it's about the loved one. We must ask ourselves some questions. We must do some deep soul searching. What is love? Or what is our definition of love? Is my love blind? Have I changed love to meet my right now needs? That is when things are good. I love you. And when you are doing all I want you to do. I love you. When my bills are being paid. I love you. As long as it's for me and about me and I'm doing me, I love you. But when things become bad and the honeymoon is over, when I stop doing you and focus someplace else, when I run out of money, when I run out of time, when I can no longer cope with day to day, do you still love me? Is love blind? Then love has eyes and it can see and it can pick the flaws. What often happens now is that someone has to be replaced. Families fall apart. Friendships die. Relationships and marriages, they break away. Out with the old and in with the new is the way now. The booting and the side cheek are here. New cliques of friends are here and some of us even move and change locations. We have gotten in a habit, not wanting to put up with certain obstacles of people in life. We give up. Friends, where are you today? Are you truly loving the people you are supposed to love? Are you loving the people around you? Or are you just putting on a good show? Are you clinging to the good? Or are you just trying to hang on? I urge you to filter your influences. In this season where there is a lot of talk about being politically correct, Filtering your speech. But I'm talking about filtering your ears and your eyes. Filter what you listen to. Filter what you hear. Why? Because the war within us that is waged between love and self-centeredness is expressed daily, every day in our relationships. Whether it is revealed in our relationships, 
whether it is revealed in our marriages or any other relationship in which we find ourselves, as with every war, there will always be victims. And in reality, everyone, victor or not, is a victim of the war. Friends, an orgasm can be bought, but love cannot. It comes or not by grace of its own will and in, in its timing, subject to no human's planning. Love cannot be turned on as a reward. Love cannot be turned off as a punishment. Love speaks out for justice and it protests when harm is being done. Love points out the consequences of hurting oneself or other. Love cares what becomes of you because love knows that we are all interconnected. Love cannot be manipulated or restrained. Love honors the sovereignty of each soul. Love is its own law. Love is the dew that keeps a relationship strong and solid. Friends, love's got everything to do with it. From my point of view, and from my experience, I must say, love is not blind, but can blur your vision. Love is perfect. I've had a blast. Trust you did too. I don't want you to give up on love. Whatever your opinion is or your views are, about if love is really blind, what love's got to do with it, or your definition of love. Keep loving. I look forward to reading your comments and Dr. Teresa2019 at gmail.com. Please visit our website on drteresayukadamerimot.org. And follow us on Twitter on Gray is also a color. I am Dr. Teresa Yukada Merrimoth. Thank you for listening. I love you for listening. Keep listening and please do fall in love. Thank you. For joining us this week on Gray is Also a Color, make sure to visit our website at PastorTeresa.org and leave an episode comment, rating, or review. Also, check out our books, Journey of Destiny, Power or Perseverance, and 53 Golden Lessons Life Has Taught Me, books to help you navigate through life's journeys challenging you to shift your perceptions and emotions and heal past traumas. Also, consider attending our seminars and earn some college credits. And for good health, 
Dry our Gilead unfiltered raw honey. It tastes great. Well, we'll see you all next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific time on BBS Radio Station One.